You are listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith and I hope wherever you are in the world and whatever you're doing, you are doing extraordinarily well. The bloke that you're about to hear from, his name is Colton Ullery and he is the frontman for a band from Ohio in the United States of America called Sink the Ship. The reason for the conversation was to promote Sink the Ship's new album. It's called Perseverance. Perseverance is a mean slice of I guess you'd call it pop-infused metalcore. Not sure if the band would agree with that. But anyway, let's hear what Colden has to say. Here we go. Colden, welcome to the show. I've had a bit of a listen to Persevere, mate. It's a cracking effort. Are there any themes or concepts across the new album? Um, yeah, um, I think that uh, one of the main themes on it is maybe like... Uh, Maybe like anxiety, uh, depression, and just uh, maybe uh, how you handle um, yourself when you get put in certain like bad like, spots and in life. So yeah. Yeah. Well. Okay. Is that something that you've had personal experience with, or is it a bit like method acting where you're stepping into the mode of a character? Oh no. Um. Yeah. So I uh, I think that. Everything that I write is drawn from, like, my own life. So, yeah, um, everything I write about is definitely something that I've gone through at, at one point, so. Yeah, okay. And tell us about the album artwork as well. Yeah, um, so the artwork, uh, man, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. So, yeah, um, it's, like, a guy who's obviously dead, and uh, he's in a, a suit, and he's underwater, and I think that maybe the theme of the artwork is that even though he's dead and he's underwater and there's all these sharks and he is dead, uh, that he has like a soul that still wants to kind of like keep on. And I think it ties in well with the name of the album, which is Persevere, because you can see on the cover that his eyes are still there, uh, but everything else about him is not there. It's uh, dead. So, yeah. Yeah, okay. And Levi Benton, who I've spoken to a number of times and is a champion of a human being, he appears on the cut. Everything. So how did the introduction to Levi come about? Um, I think that we were trying to find uh, somebody to contrast with the other feature that we had on the album, which is Bert from uh, Chuck the Captain Chuck. And we were like, okay, so who can we get that would just really, really sound heavy as fuck? Um, and so at the end of the day, uh, the label made a few, uh, yeah, they made a few phone calls and it ended up being Levi. So yeah, uh, we thought that he would be an awesome fit for it. So that's how all that came about. Plus, uh, he's also from Ohio, which is where we're from. So all of that mm -hmm. was, yeah, was great. Um, all of that worked out good. Yeah, wonderful. And do you think there's going to be an opportunity for you guys to tour together in the near future? Um, I certainly hope so. Uh, it was definitely talked about uh, while he was here with us doing the video. Um, I think that's all up to their team. But, uh, yeah, I think that, I, that we left a pretty good impression on him, and I think everybody, uh, we all hit it off well, and um, I think that that is for sure something that's possible. Cool. Now, just referring to the track again, I was reading some of the comments underneath the um, video on YouTube for everything. Now, a commentator under well, one of the comments that somebody left said that Sharptone Records is getting better. So 
you must feel a sense of accomplishment when you receive feedback like that from people that you don't know. Yeah, um, I actually read that comment about an hour ago, and yeah, um, it feels awesome because there are already such heavy-hitting, great fucking bands that are on the label, and for anybody to hear my band song and say, okay, well, you guys are now, you know, that much more than... So, so yeah, um, like, that feels great for us because just last year, you know, we were, like, absolutely nobodies. So, yeah, um, it feels really awesome for people to hear the music and like it that much. So. Oh, cool, cool. Is that something you normally do? Do you go and read some of the social media comments that are posted to um, images of the band on Facebook um, or whatever it might be? Um, honestly, I try to stay away from that because um, I don't want to read anything, you know, that's like that or whatever. Um, but for this song particularly, um, I noticed that the views were higher a little bit faster than the other songs. So I was like, okay, like maybe the song's being like received well or whatever. And so I decided to read the comments for this one song. And yeah, um, I think that it's being received well. And I'm glad that I looked this time. But uh, no, normally I do not read. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm with you on that one there. I've got the podcast series and, of course, the Facebook page, and I've got to say I don't really read the comments. Um, and, um, yeah, yeah I, I was listening to, you probably do the same thing, Jamie Jaster's podcast series, you know, Jamie Jaster from Hatebreed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's got that excellent podcast series yeah. of his, and he's got all sorts of theories about fan engagement and fan interaction, but I think one of the things that either he said or one of his guests said was that what's the point in responding to people who don't know you there's no point in going on there and feeling a sense of uh, an emotional attachment to a comment that's made either positive or negative when you don't know the person you don't know what they're experiencing in their life up to the point that they've actually made that post i could definitely uh, agree with that and i think maybe deep down that's why that i don't feel obligated to do it either so yeah all right let's talk about influences so who inspired you to form a band Honestly, um, I think maybe most people would say a band that's like well known, but uh, for me, just uh, when I was a kid, uh, we had a pretty strong scene uh, where I'm from, and I went to a lot of shows that were just like bands that were like from like where I'm from, and so I was probably like in the seventh grade the first time I went to a show, and I fell in love with it, and like that was back in like the days where everybody used like MySpace, and so like. Um, like these shows were like huge so uh, so yeah I think just being around the music scene at, at a young age and then realizing that I was able to also do the same thing uh, yeah I, I was like okay so I can write music and I want to be on stage and so yeah I think just by being around it at a young age it made me want to do it so Okay, fantastic. And what about Australian fans and listeners? Have you received much feedback in the last few months, given the lead-up to the release of the excellent album from us down here? Um, have we received feedback from, like, everybody? or Oh, just Australian listeners, Australian fans. Like, do you get much feedback from oh, people um... saying that they're from Australia online, that sort of thing? Um, I can honestly say that there have been a few people, you know, that are sort of like, oh, you know, like, this is like, blah, 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 and then they'll say that they are from Australia, but, um, I don't read the comments that much, like I said, so, um, yeah. I don't really 
know where everybody's from, but yeah, I mean, there has for sure been a few people. We actually got a direct message like last week about the last song that uh, we released, and that guy said he was from. Uh, yeah, he was from Australia too. So okay, there you go. Sorry, I should have I should have framed the question. Do you, do you get to send a lot of merch down here and that sort of thing? Sorry about that. Yeah. Um. Uh, we have not sent anything to Australia yet, but um, our band is pretty small still. So I so yeah, uh, we build. get excited yeah. with people. Mm. So yeah. All right, mate, final question. What do you hope the future holds for the band? So what are your aspirations? Where do you want to take the band? Um, I'm hoping that we can maybe turn this into a full-length thing. Uh, we want to do it. Um, I don't know. I just uh, I hope that we are able to keep like producing music that's going to keep the band afloat, and it's nothing that's too like outdated. Um we obviously have a sound that we like. Um, I personally am not afraid to go anywhere uh, with music. Um, I don't care to, uh, you know, sort of like evolve the sound um, if it's needed. But yeah, um, I think that everybody's main goal right now is to just like make sure that it'll last and that we can keep doing this for years to come and that the band is like continuing to grow. So. Very grounded response, mate. So congratulations on the album, and we certainly hope to see you down here at a tour in Australia sometime soon. Um, I, I I honestly hope so, too. Uh, we have some plans for Europe, but we don't have anything for Australia yet, but I hope the, the guys that handle that do have us down there soon because you guys seem awesome. No worries, mate. Well, I'll do my bit to promote the album for you down here, as I say. We'll, uh... You are listening to... The Scars and Guitars podcast. My name is Andrew Mackay-Smith, and that was my conversation with Colton Ullery, the fella out the front of a band from the United States of America, Ohio, to be precise, called Sink the Ship. Thank you so much for listening.